It's actually October 12, the anniversary, and there's a TV series which stars Claudia Jesse from Bridgerton called Bali 2002, and the uh, person who she is playing is Polly Miller, and she joins us this morning. Uh, good morning, good evening. Yeah, hi. <laughs> hi, Polly. <laughs> and Polly, coming up to the 20th anniversary, how are you feeling? Um, how does it feel? Um, well, my boyfriend said the other day he can feel the pressure rising. Yeah. So yeah. I suppose it's a bit like that. The TV show is, you know, made around you and we know that you, you said that you survived because, you know, your husband that was there and your friends that were there who didn't survive, you said that you were able to survive because you were the only one that wasn't knocked unconscious at the time. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, my, you know, the, the, the film is actually, or the part series is really good and they've taken a lot of what I said on board, but obviously some of it is um, fiction. Mm. Um and actually, the reality was, is the boys were standing near the bar, which was much nearer the van that exploded. And I was on the dance floor with two girlfriends, sort of further into the club. Um, and I don't think the boys stood a chance. I think they would have died instantaneously. But yeah. where I was, I was thrown up into the air and like literally like a ragdoll. And then everything sort of collapsed in on top of me. And when I came to, it was a lot darker than they portray on the screen, a lot more scary and a lot more screaming. Mm. But I realized I was on fire and all of these things happened like in split seconds and no idea what was going on. And I was just luckily enough able to pull the corrugated iron that had landed on me and like a wooden beam of some description and managed to pull myself up onto the roof mm. of the club. And I actually ran across the collapsed in roof to the side into a cul-de-sac. So that's actually what happens. There, there is a bit of talk at the moment about this because a lot of historical events are being turned into miniseries and they're rating very well. Um, but that there is a bit of talk at the moment about what this does to the survivors and to the victims. But you were quite involved, weren't you? You met the actor that's playing you and, and you had a bit of, of say and, and chat to the producer about how it was going to be done, right? Yeah, so they approached me probably 18 months ago and said they were wanting to do this. Yeah, I had to think about it because, you know, from one perspective, it could be seen to sensationalizing something that was so horrendous mm. and impacted so many people. But um, at the same time, it's part of history. And there's a lot of people, uh, young people who, who don't know what happened. Luckily, thankfully, with COVID, there's been quite a quiet patch with terrorism. Yeah. But, you know, I think we're pretty foolish if we think it's never going to come back. Uh, and so I think it's quite important that the story was told, and I felt that it was going to be told whether I got involved or not. Yeah. And they and actually they did change some bits, like about the wedding scene and stuff. And of course, it wasn't exactly accurate, but because um, you, you were there, you I, got I, married the, in this. That you were there for your wedding, weren't you? Not quite. We'd actually met in Bali two years previously at this rugby tournament called the Bali Tens. Mm -hmm. um, the following year, we'd gone back, and then Dan had actually asked me to marry him in Bali. And so the rugby tournament sort of come up again. It was just a weekend. We just, we literally just went for a weekend. Oh, wow. And we shouldn't have gone, obviously, because we'd just come back from our honeymoon. Mm. But it was our place, you know, it was our thing. Polly, you um, had burns to 43% of your body and it would have been in the most excruciating pain. How did you, did they fly you direct here to Brisbane? No, so... Um, I was in the Sangla Hospital in Bali for 24 hours or so, I believe. And then actually, I remember that quite well because there was not enough morphine. Um, mm. So we were only on sort of oh. paracetamol and um, like IV fluids, which oh, kept us alive. Gosh. But we were quite 
quite badly injured and um, the Australians sent these sort of um, jet planes and, and there was basically a call out for Australian people and I said what about me and British <laughs> and um, one of the chaps Trent he said oh you're Commonwealth you're coming with us um, but they had to get my passport because otherwise they wouldn't let me into Australia anyway someone went to my hotel got my passport and they actually flew us all to um is it Darwin? Darwin, yeah. yeah Everyone Darwin. went to Darwin. Yeah, yeah so we flew into Darwin and we were triaged there. And I was there for about 24 hours as well. But by then we'd got morphine. So my memory gets a bit hazy. <laughs> it's quite drugged. Mm. And I was in a bed next to a girl called Nicole. And I was obviously terrified and really worried and upset. And then she had her aunt and uncle or someone, some family came to visit her in Darwin. I was, they didn't know what to do with me. I'm this random British girl. Anyway, Nicole's family said, oh, bring her to Brisbane. We're going there. That's where we're from. And that's why I ended up going to Brisbane. Oh, My yeah. parents, meanwhile, were on a plane. They got on a plane in England to Australia, not knowing where I was going to be. So they got one to Sydney. And it was only during the flight to Sydney that they then heard as they were landing that I had gone to Brisbane. So oh. then were transferred onto a flight. And I think they made it just before me. Right. right now we're talking to Polly Miller, who was in Bali in 2002 when the bombs went off and the TV show about her, and we're chatting to her now. You, you explained how in the show they didn't quite do the same story of how you pushed off the iron and the beam and then ran across the roof whilst on fire. You, you, you've obviously had a lot of time to process that because you can tell that story so easily now. But, well, I yeah. guess it probably not easily. It's probably lack of a better word. No, I can. But, I can say it easily. And yeah. sometimes I think people think I sound flippant, but you know, no. yes, it's been my story for a very long time now. Do you remember and, though? And, do you still remember how pain? Like, was it painful at the time? Or were you in so much shock? The pain. I mean, the adrenaline. To be honest, so I, I pulled off the iron, and they have me crawling around, looking, screaming for Dan. Now I didn't look around screaming for Dan, if I'm honest, and it's literally pulled myself up and out of the building and ran mm. and like I was burning. So I was screaming. If the honest truth is like your memory and your brain is a wonderful thing that time allows you to almost forget how painful it was, mm. how hideous it was and how hideous my life was. But watching <laughs> programs like this and the 20th anniversary comes up, of course it brings it back. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, you know, particularly the scenes of her crying in London at the end, like literally just sent, these huge shivers down me and I spoke to my mum about it and she said oh my god it was such a terrible time and of course you know I forget that because luckily I survived somehow and things got better somehow mm. but it was the most horrendous period of my life um, and I'm pretty much living proof that you can survive something pretty awful. You, you started up um, a dance funds for Burns um, on your return to the UK um, in honour of Dan to help people that have gone through burns? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, I don't know if you've ever burnt your finger on a stove oh, yeah. or like, you know, whatever, the searing pain that you get. So if you, you imagine your whole body like in that sort of pain, um, I, I would describe the first three weeks post um, the, the bombing, the way I was in an, a living hell is how I describe it. Mm. I was in so much pain. Like I couldn't cry for Dan because to move just hurt so much. And your temperature just goes crazy when you're burnt. You know, one minute you're boiling hot, the next minute you're freezing cold. Uh, and you're so poorly. We were like, I had all sorts of super bugs and stuff. And, you know, if you imagine, like, I went into that place, happy, just married, 
and then I lost everything, I literally lost everything, like my body, my husband, my life, my life in Hong Kong. And I didn't know what else to do. I just had to do something to make something good happen, like mm. something nice to focus on, positive. And the outpouring of love that I got from people who wanted to do something to, to make things better for me, to raise money, was channeled into this charity for burn survivors. And at that point, I had no idea that it was going to end up being a charity still going 20 years later. But it was really to sort of initially to say thank you to the nurses and staff in Brisbane. And in fact, I, I don't know if you know this, but I flew back about a year and a half afterwards and donated some money to um, Royal Brisbane Hospital. Mm. And they set up a little trust. And there's a little, there is a little trust at Royal Brisbane Hospital to this day that funds various bits and pieces. But, you know, the charity now, you know, raised two and a half million pounds. Um, and we help burn survivors across the UK. There has been a lot of anger with people talking about the person who made the bomb, um, bombs getting off quite lightly. Well, he's about to be released. For <laughs> yeah. Released, yeah. yeah, he's the guy who's about to be released, released in Indonesia. Yeah, there's quite a lot of anger in the UK here as well. Um, How's your anger about it? Um, I let go of the anger many years ago. I have mm-hmm. to say, like, you know, my mum is an incredibly strong lady and very early on she said to me, Polly, don't hold in anger and bitterness because it will eat you up and destroy you. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to do, but I did actually let that anger go and with that you get some sort of level of peace. So I do see all the stuff in the press and there were some guys who were shot a few, you know, I don't know, I can't remember how many years ago, probably 10 years ago. And it sort of didn't quite sit right with me, although like obviously I didn't want them out at large. And no one wants these guys out at large to mm-hmm. do again what they did to us. Are you, but, you, are okay. you saying the one, people who were executed, you would rather not? We were rather they were kept alive but kept in prison? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, there are two wrongs that don't make a right, do they? So mm. um, I'd rather they suffered in prison and, and, and rotted, to be honest. Um it is concerning that they're letting these guys out, that they are, in inverted commas, de-radicalised. Um, I don't know if they are or not, but the danger is huge mm. that they're not. It's, yeah, it's a difficult one, but, you know, like, life is short. We all have one go at it, and I don't didn't want and don't want my life to be completely controlled by what happened to me. Mm. So my way, my way of dealing with it was to try and, and, and do something nice in memory of Dan and Annika and my other friends and live my life to the full for them to make sure it was worth all the pain and trauma that I went through and to make sure that I, you know, who knows what's around the corner for any of us. we just got to make the best of it. You're extraordinary, Polly. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> we could listen to you talk all day. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time this morning. We really appreciate it. That's okay, and thank you to all of the Australians who I met at the time. And and there was a guy called Michael Rudd, Stuart Pegg. So I know the nurses' names still: Colleen, there was Anne, there was Pete. Peter was my um, physio. Australians helped put me back together. So thank you to all of you. Oh, well, we're in Brisbane, so some of them might have heard that. So yeah, hopefully. And I've still got some friends from, you know, friend. Anyone in England who had a friend in Brisbane put them in touch with us, and so we made friends for life in Brisbane. There she is, Polly Miller, a Bali bombing survivor.